Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald, and you're listening to My Independence Report. And one of the things we do here at My Independence Report is we bring you absolutely the most incredible people that I can find. And one of them is on the line with me today. Her name is Coriel Kramer. She is, well, I'm going to let her tell you what she is because you might not believe me with all the things that she can do. So, Coriel, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Kevin, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, it, it, it really is my pleasure. So, so Corio, what are all the things that you do? How do you make a living? <laughs> I wear a lot of hats. I do. Um, it, it's getting kind of crowded on my business card. i got to figure out how to say everything I do in, like, maybe two or three words, but I haven't found that combo yet. But what I currently do and it's always changing. But what I currently do is I'm a psychic. I am a um, medium. I am a animal communicator. I'm an energetic healer. Uh, so I work with both people and animals. Uh, animals can be either living or in spirit, just like a psychic can talk to a person who's living or not living. I could do the same thing to an animal um, living or in spirit. So that's pretty much right now what my... Uh, title is I just call myself a professional intuitive. When now, when you were a little girl, did you grow uh-huh. up and did you say to yourself, "I'm going to grow up someday and I'm going to be a psychic"? Or did when did when did you discover your gifts and that it was something that you really wanted to do and that you could serve the world? Uh, I knew very early on when I was a child. I tell people I've been doing this professionally for over two decades and unprofessionally I've been doing it since I was a kid. I could always do it. I had a very supportive mother. So she was constantly telling me, you know, you could do it and what is the cat saying? What's the dog saying? What's the gerbil saying? You know, things like that there. Um, So I've always been able to do it. Uh, What I did do though was I kind of, when I was in my teens, I didn't want to be the freak And uh, so what I stopped doing, I I stopped doing it. And uh, the and what the thing of it is, is that, you know, I'm also empathic. What that means is I get a sense for a person and how they they how their body is, if their body needs anything. And the same thing for an animal. I can get a sense for an animal's uh, general sense of well-being. And I do a medical scan on them. Uh, It doesn't I don't need to be with that person, but I've always been able to do it. Uh, It just. What happened was is that it eventually I stopped doing it and it started scaring me because I did not know how to shield. There was nobody I could talk to about this stuff. I couldn't go to a psychic fair. There weren't psychic fairs back then. Uh, there was a, um, uh, you know, it was, the, it was the chick on the street corner with the neon sign that said psychic and I wasn't going to her because she scared the bejesus out of me. Okay, so I'm not going to that person. Uh, so what I did was was that I turned it off, uh, but I I was able to tune back in in my uh, early to mid twenties, 
but it was something that I've always been able to do. It's always brought me joy, but I just didn't know how to control it. Did the uh, um, your spirit guides on the other side, since you had this as a child and you knew you had it as a child, there was a reason why you had it. Did, did they keep mm-hmm. reminding you that you had it and tap you on the shoulder every now and then said and said, we're still here. We want you to use your gifts. You're ready. When are you going to be ready? Did they ever do that? They might have, but I, I'm always very, I'm always very honest about my life before uh, when I was younger. And to be honest, they could have, but they could have been knock, knock, knocking on my door. But I wouldn't have heard them because I was so immersed in my own stuff, and I was going through a lot of. Um, the only way that I could find out how to turn off my gifts because it became too painful. I started feeling the pain of people everywhere I went, the pain of animals, the pain of the world. It just became overwhelming. And the only way that I could figure out how to turn it off, because, again, I didn't know about shielding, was drugs and alcohol. And drugs and alcohol served a a way for me to cut myself off from the world. And it did. It worked really well for a while. And then it, just like it always does, it just backlashed on me. And... I wasn't hearing anything. I was so I was I was so gone. I was just gone. I was I was not happy. I was suicidal. I it was ugly. But then eventually I came out of it. Thank God. And then I was able to hear my guides and now they don't shut up. <laughs> well, I'm of the opinion that it, that even though you were going through the troubles and travails that we we all face, and it's, every time you walk into a liquor store or on the street corner or whatever, but, but they're still there, and they're patiently saying, I'm here when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And in your I case... Guys, I think my right. guys were ready in it. They were just waiting for me the second that I was, uh, okay, she's sober, let's get in. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> so, so, so when you ma- made those changes in your life and... and they came in. Well, what's your passion? What is your desire to do this? Why do? You, why? Why are you? Uh, why are you a psychic? And why are you out there helping people? Well, I didn't start off in the psychic world. Um, I decided that I wanted to go the animal, uh, the animal route. I got lucky enough to take a wonderful course or a series of courses in this farm in upstate New York called Spring Farm. And it's in Syracuse, upstate New York. And I re-tapped into my animal communication skills because I got pulled towards it. It just felt like it was something like I could not stop the pull even if I tried. It felt like I I got a calling, so to speak, that my number was up and it was like my number was being, you know, on speed dial from spirit. And speed dial and spirit was like, come on, come on, come on. So I re-tapped in to my animal communication skills. And you know something? I was really happy just being an animal communicator. People are very complicated. They can have a lot of baggage, and they don't want, they're invested in their baggage, and they don't want to let stuff go, and it's, it can be a little hard. So the animals are so much easier. They're just, you tap into them so quickly, and you tap in them so easily, and they're so open to wanting to change and grow and expand, that they were wonderful teachers for me. 
which is one of, and I learned so much from them, from them, which is one of the reasons why I did the Facebook show that I do, which is the animal experience, because I learned so much from them. They helped me grow so big. So uh, that was my route, was doing the animal communication first. And then I went into psychic skills later on because there it was like, okay, poke, 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 poke. It's time for you to do people now. And the calling was because there was so much, the animals actually told me, you know, a llama actually told me, you need to do this work. Our voices need to be heard. We need to be heard because there's a shift of consciousness that's coming. They told me, and we're in it now, you know, in 2020, we're in it now. We're really in it. We're in the middle of it. And they told me this 20 years ago, and they said, you know, there's a shift of consciousness coming, and our voices need to be heard because people need to change the way they see animals. In order for humanity to raise up their vibration, they can't keep doing the shenanigans they were before with the animals. We have to raise up our vibrations and start to talk to them, listen to them, because they've got a lot of things to share. That is so true. That 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 is so true. So... You started as the animal. Oh, by the way, I, if you were listening to this podcast prior to January 26, 2020, um, uh, Coriel is going to be on Martha Norwalk's Animal World uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific. That is uh, uh, Martha Norwalk's Animal World. Go to MarthaNorwalk'sAnimalWorld.com, and you can listen live to that. You can call in and talk to her directly and ask her questions uh in, during that time frame if it's after that you sorry you're gonna have to listen to this but i will be posting that show as well on this podcast because it's it's really is incredible the type of work that she does and how she, how how clear she can be so uh um we've agreed to that and she's going to be there and it's going to be awesome so we're looking forward to that so you were an animal communicator and you became, and you're right, people are a lot more, and people are less truthful than animals are. Animals don't lie, do they? Uh, or do they? I did, I did an episode on this. Um, animals, they, let's call it admonishing, okay? They, they, they admonish a little bit. Maybe they fib a little bit, but they, I mean, maybe they lie, maybe they fib or they lie a little bit. If they're going to lie, they're going to lie about how they feel. Or they're going to lie about um, they're going to lie about a situation like their background or something because they don't want to deal with it or something else like that. There. Other than that, they don't maliciously go out. I mean, they're not politicians. Okay? <laughs> they can't. They're they're, they're not. You know. Ooh, I'm telling a white lie. This. Well, I'm going to get a whopper. I'm going to tell my person a whopper today, boy. It's it's not like that. They don't have that kind of maliciousness in them. That's that, that's really great. Now you you are doing so. Now you you branched off and you're doing all kinds of things, including you're doing your own show. Let's talk about your show just a little bit. Um, and the name of your show again is the animal the animal experience. experience. What's your, what's and your design behind that show? It's a Facebook Live show. And I do it once a month, the first Saturday of every month. That might have to change because I'm now going to be doing a certification course for the next five months. So it's going to be very intense. It's going to be every Saturday. So I might have to change it. But for right now, it's the first Saturday of every month. Uh, and the show is basically what I've learned 
from the animals. It's what I was told by the animals that I had to do years ago, which was give them a voice. So the tagline for the animal experience for the first season was the, bo- the animals' voices have to be heard. And now the tagline for this season, which is the second season, is the animals' voices are being heard. And the animal experience videos are on YouTube. They're podcasts uh, that are available on iTunes, Google Play. And I've gotten a huge huge um, reviews on it, on people, how the episodes have helped them so much to understand their animals, to help them get through the grief of their animal's death, uh, to understand reincarnation, to understand how animals think and see things. The first season, I was very uh, charged up about it. So I was very enthusiastic. So I decided what I was going to do was I was going to do an episode a week. And I did for 52 weeks. (laughs) So the first season (laughs) has got 52 episodes from everything from reincarnation to do animals see spirits to the law of attraction to death to uh, caregiving and euthanasia to how come one animal communicator gets one thing and another animal communicator gets another thing. It's it's a huge array. And then this season, what I decided what I was going to do was I was going to take uh, a little bit more time in between. So it's a once-a-month series now, and there's going to be 12 episodes on this one. But it's been an incredible journey in that I got pushed again and poked again by spirit that it's time you need to start bringing this you you need to start bringing this knowledge to the masses they need to it's another way to raise up their vibration but also it's not helping humanity if you keep this information all to yourself true that's true so when we talk about in the information what kind of information are our animals trying to tell us it could be anything from how to live a joyful life to how to love unconditionally to, you know, how to just be happy and let go of crap, you know, that we keep in our mind that's useless, like guilt, um, uh, how to, you know, how how they see the world, how this is a magnificent place for them, that they have no, they have no hate. For us, they don't want us to see ourselves as like these these lowly beings and them putting animals on a pedestal. They don't want that. They want us to walk with them side by side. And we can't do that if we either see them as lesser beings or we see them as more. We want to see them as equals. It's an energy talking to energy. And get out of your head that you're talking to a being with fur or feathers or scales, it doesn't matter. It's one being talking to another being. It's one energetic being talking to another energetic being. And that's how you get out of your head. But they have so much to share from everything from spirituality and the oneness, which is what they call God, to, you know, how to just live life free and be and, you know, just be happy. It's incredible. The spectrum is incredible. It's you really want to get a sense for what they have to share, go to the Facebook page for the animal experience and look at the last season. 
season one. I mean, there's 52 episodes to choose from. It, from everything from animal, do animals have a sense of humor? To, you know, how they view music and how they view humanity. It's really incredible. They're very wise, but so are we, you know, but we usually gunk up our wise. Yes, we do. Now, what I'd like to talk to you about, because I can, and because I have your undivided attention, <laughs> is um, I want to take you back to 2004. I had an eight-year-old um, um, Australian Shepherd Labrador mix named Crockett. He was my favorite friend in the entire world. He was eight years old. He got cancer, and I had to put him down. And uh, then three months later, I uh, we adopted our, our our best friend, Wesley. He was with us for 14 and a half years. He went through a divorce with me. He went through the kids growing up with me. He was with me for the entire time. And finally, I ended up having to put him down. Just a couple questions for you, first of all. How do they feel about us putting them down? Because I still have guilt for Crockett, and I still have guilt for Wesley. But even though the time was right, and I got validation from that, it still hurts. And how did they feel about it? That's a great question. It's also one of my most popular questions uh, when I do a set. And it's really a lot of the times, it's the surrounding question around doing a session with me to begin with. So first off, let me just say, I get their personalities, and when I get their personalities, it helps make me make my connection to them stronger, but it also lets you know that I have them. So the first one was Crockett, correct? Correct. Okay. Crockett's personality, please let me know if I got this right or not, was very, he was a very dynamic little guy. He was a charmer, but he was also happy-go-lucky. He was just, you know, but he was also very, like, present, almost like a Zen master kind of like energy. Is that right? Oh, yes. He he was very present. He, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then I got, but then I got him, you know, sticking his head out the window and, like, tongue-wagging and just, like, joy in life and stuff like that there. So he was a, he was a strange little dynamic, but in a, in a fun way, you know, but he was just up for anything. This dog was up for anything. So do you feel yep. like I got him? Yep, you got him. Okay. He really wants you, Kevin. He's saying, just please tell him to just chill out. Okay. What he means by that is he loves you to death, okay? He knows that you loved him to death, okay? He knows that there is no way in God's green earth that you would have put him down without it coming from a place of a heart action. When we come from a place of a heart action, Nothing that we do is wrong because we are coming from the heart. So that nullifies any action, that any oopsies that we might do because we're coming from the heart. He understood, and this is what animals taught me about death, one of the things, I mean one of many, but the one thing that they taught me that still blows my mind to this day is if it wasn't his time, you wouldn't have put him down. There is a divine 
timing that is happening, especially when you are dealing with heart actions, especially when you're dealing with the most traumatic thing, which is putting your beloved animal down. And when you do this, it will not happen unless it's supposed to happen. There's, I don't want to say there's destiny. It's not destiny. It's written in there. Again, this is another episode. This, this was really big for me when I learned this. Um, life journeys, soul plans, and life plans are huge. The soul plan is what the soul is, what it's going to be, you know, what, what's the life purpose? What's the, what's the meaning of their life coming down here? The life plan is what they're going to look like, who they're going to be, what's their personality, who's their person, who's not their person, who's the friend, who's, you know, it's, it's their life story, so to speak. So, if it wasn't supposed to happen with Crockett, that's what he's saying. If it wasn't supposed to happen, it wouldn't have happened. And he just wants you to let it go because he's okay. I've always wondered. My dad passed away three months before Crockett did. They knew each other well, and Crockett loved uh-huh. him as well. Did Was my dad there to meet him, do you think? Yes. Now, was your dad a fisherman? Did he like to fish or just sit by the water or something? He did like to sit by the water. He was also an avid golfer. Okay. Um, the What I'm getting is I'm getting uh, him sitting by the water, and it feels like, you know, I'm seeing him from the back, so I'm not really seeing who he is, but he's a, he's a, he, a good-looking man. He's handsome. But I'm seeing only his profile, but really, really quick. But right beside him is your boy Crockett. And he's just hanging out with him. They're just looking out at the water. That's what he would do. Yep. That's what that's what he would do. You you are you are really. By the way, uh, just just so you know, um, Crockett had to pass because he had. And this is this is for everybody who is listening um, to this podcast now and in the future. If you're buying your dog food at a grocery store, shame on you. Because Crockett got stomach cancer from the food that we were giving him. It was called pedigree at the time, and it was not suitable for consumption by anyone that you love. Go to a specialized pet store, get the food that they deserve, because because you can you can actually hurt your your animal by going to the grocery store and buying crap. Okay, that's enough for a commercial message. <laughs> but uh, that's <laughs> sorry, he was he was only eight years old, and he had he had uh, a grapefruit-sized tumor in his stomach, and they said, well, you can you can have it operated on, and it might give him six months, but that was not that. I wasn't going to do that to him. Right. Uh, that would have been terrible, right. you know. But that's, right. so, and and so that that that's wonderful, because you got him to a T. He, he was just a, a fun-loving, goofy old dude. <laughs> yeah, he was fun. I, I got to be honest. Okay, because um, for anybody that goes to the Facebook page for the animal experience, they're going to see one of the episodes is on food. And to be honest, because I don't, again, I'm a very honest person. I am what I am. I don't like lying. Um, So I feed my cats friskies. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I know. I I tell people... I understand, but this is what I, all this I learned from the animal, okay? 
My animals, I have tried giving them the uh, $5 cans of whatever. Okay, I tried. I did. I tried. And I went through so much money because they would eat for a little bit and then they would stop eating, go on strike, and just say, I'm not eating any of this crap. I'm not doing it. So they eat friskies. Now, here's the thing. I take my power back with it, though. Okay? I am an energetic healer. All right? So what I do is I buy it. I, I send it healing. I say thank you to the animals who gave their lives so my animals could eat because that's all that they want. They want to be acknowledged. They're sacrifice to be acknowledged because it is a sacrifice, not only for my cats, but for me as well. So I think every time I eat anything, I always thank the, the beings who gave me, who are sacrificing their lives so that I can, my body is nourished. And then I send it and I bless it and it nullifies it. Okay. I also have to trust in my animal's stream of well-being. If you go to the Facebook page and you look up the Law of Attraction episode, I will talk to you more about the stream of well-being and how I went through it with my cat, Sam, who is an extraordinary healer. Yes, animals can heal, okay? So i got to be honest with that because somebody's going to listen to that and say, well, you know, what, what's up? And I want to make sure that everything is above board and honest and open. Well, and and I'm not saying that, that all uh, everything that at the grocery store – by and large, it, it is. However, I will put the caveat there that if you are energetic like you are and you are in touch with your animals and, and they're saying, that, no, no, that's what I want. You give me what I want and, and, and you can, you can right. help them. Uh, and, and, right. and because you're also a healer, uh, you can energetically make that work. So, so I'll give you a pass. How's that? Thank you. I appreciate it. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about uh let's talk about uh, Coriel. What does the future hold for you? Oh god, the future is going to be really bright. I have this feeling. So uh, so do I. The, the the end of well, first off, I mean, first off it stemmed from you. I mean, it really did. It was like awesome. We got to talk and uh, you, you know, you helped me to, to get onto, um, Martha's show, which I appreciate. You asked me to be on your show, which I appreciate. And that's wonderful. I mean, that, that's from the first of the year, but the end of, uh, 2019, I applied for a scholarship for a, uh, course that I felt very, very drawn to. I've been wondering for a while now how to take what I do to the next level because Sorry, let's be honest. Um, being a psychic and an animal communicator has got a glass ceiling, so to speak. I'm not saying I can't do more readings, like I do a star child lineage reading where I download your information from your star children and uh, spirit guide discoveries, which I love to do. But it, it just felt like I was piling on and piling on what I already were, what I already was doing. There was nothing that was enhancing what I was doing it and doing and taking it to the next level. So I was lucky enough to go to a conference in Colorado in November and it was transformative. And so what it was was that I applied for the scholarship because they only give a handful of scholarships out and I applied to it. I can't really talk about the course right now until I start getting certified in it. So I can't really talk about it, but it just, when I came back from Colorado, it clicked. 
this is the way that I bring what I do to the next level. This is this is where I just explode. And it's not just for people, even though it's talked about just for people. I can apply this also to animals. And it's going to make people's relationship with their animals even more intense, even more uh, eye-opening, even more heart-opening. And it's just incredible. So for the next four and a half months, starting this Saturday, I'm going to take the first class. And then, you know, four and a half months, hopefully, maybe six months later, I will be fully certified and ready to rock and roll, in which case I could talk about it. <laughs> well, in, in, which case, in which case you're going to have to come back and we, we will talk about it in depth. It's going to be it's going to be very interesting, and this is going to be cool because I have a feeling that now I'm going to be able to get my title down to maybe like two or three words, and that's it. <laughs> now I do have to ask you because uh, since I've got an animal communicator and you can communicate with all things, I do have to tell you I'll make a confession myself. Before mm-hmm. I uh, got into doing radio, which I did, um, I started in 2003. And uh, then I had to take a break and earn some money, and now I'm back and uh, doing what I absolutely love to do. And this is how I want to spend the rest of my life, is is talking to people like you and putting uh, wonderful concepts on the air and, and, and getting rid of hate, division, and fear. Because and, God knows we've got enough of that right now anyway. Um, but uh, um, in my prior life, I was a food service salesman, and I was a chicken salesman. <laughs> I bet you've never heard of a uh, traveling chicken salesman. I was one, and I worked for a vertically integrated chicken company, which means that it went from the chicken, from the egg to the slaughterhouse. And I've also mm-hmm. been to a uh, uh, beef slaughterhouse, and mm-hmm. I've seen what happens when the animals are put down, how it's done, and there's an image that I w- that will never leave me. And that is um, in in the cattle uh, processing. I call it processing, but it's a it's a killing plant. Um, mm-hmm. They the animals are going up a ramp, one by oh. one, and there's one individual who's got a uh, uh, twenty two loaded. Uh, if for lack of a better word, it's kind of like a sledgehammer thing, and it, he he taps the animal on the head, and the animal drops and is dead instantly. And I'll never forget the look of terror on the cow's face as his predecessor, the one in front of him, dropped. And the look of sheer terror on that animal's face, uh, it almost made me stop eating meat entirely. But anyway, how do they feel about, about giving their lives for us? Okay, so... I think it was episode four of last year I did on prey and sustenance animals. Uh, that was, you know, I was a vegetarian for a lot of years. Um, not even, you know, I don't remember why. I just, I mean, it might have been with the animals. It's not like the animals came to me and said, be a vegetarian, be a vegetarian. They didn't do that. Uh, I, it was my own decision for for me at that time. I am no longer vegetarian. Now, before the hate emails start, let me explain myself. <laughs> so, uh, I believe that it is a choice what you want to put into your body. I know for me, my body at a certain time started to crave meat, and I couldn't, 
I couldn't, I, tr I tried the thicken, I tried the fake chicken, I tried the tofu this and the jerky that and the, th I did, I did, I tried. My body was screaming for meat and fish and uh, that kind of stuff. Just, and I've always listened to my body. I'm very intuitive with my body. I listen to exactly what my body wants. It's never steal me wrong. I've never been in the hospital. I have all my organs, tonsils and everything. Never been in a major surgery. So, you know, knock on wood, that, that'll continue. But I believe that that's because I listen to my body. Um, so the animals, how do they feel about it? Are they happy, Skippy, about being slaughtered? No. Who would be? I mean, really. I mean, that's terrifying. However, they understand on a very deep level, okay, I'm a turkey. I got 50-50 shot, okay? I came in here as a turkey because it's in my soul plan, life plan. I chose, maybe I chose to, maybe they, maybe when they were up in non-physical, that soul wanted to become an animal who was used as sustenance or prey because there is a lot of karmic momentum for an animal who's, or a person or a being, excuse me, who sacrifices themselves. Karmically, that's pretty high up there, okay? So, yeah. you know, your, your soul is growing and expanding while you're down here. I mean, what better way to to go to the front of the line, no pun intended, sorry, but not karmically as opposed to sacrifice by sacrificing yourself. So there's a lot of animals, a lot of people too. I mean, they just understand that they're, this is written in their soul plan on a very divine level, and I, I need this to clear up my past life that's been a, uh, interesting and I need to expand from this and grow from this. So this is this is what I learned from them. I mean, I didn't. I'm not making this up. This is what they taught me, because I would come to them and ask them when I was a vegetarian, "What am I going to do?" And I was on the cusp of not being a vegetarian anymore. What the heck am I going to do? What the heck am I going to do? How do you feel about this? There are some that understand it on a very deep level. There are some that understand it in life, and some, and almost all of them understand it. I would say probably 99.9% .9 of us understand it when we are transitioning or transitioned because we gain the divine knowledge that this all happened for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. There are no coincidences. There are no oopsies. There's, there, it's just, Everything happens for a reason. So how do they feel? Some are okay with the sacrifice. They understand it's a bigger picture. Some are, some are, might have a little anger towards it, but when they transition, they're, it's all good again because they understand and they can see the bigger picture. This is what and I say. Not, and this, what, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just no, going to say, and they're not dead. Right, when they transition, no they realize that they're not dead. They're still here. Right. There is no death. Death is a myth. Is a myth. It's that's why I use the word transitioning because you transition from one energy to another energy. But it doesn't mean that you're gone. It just means that physically you might not be here. 
but it doesn't mean you go bye-bye. You don't go bye-bye. You just stay, you know, either non-physical or you go back and forth, back and forth. But what what they taught me is the blessing. What What would be so cool, they said, is if we would get, if you would thank us. If you would, because that makes it, that makes the end mean something. That means you're seeing our sacrifice. You're understanding what we gave to you. So that's why I say everything I eat, everything I drink, I don't care. I, I say, even if it's just like a thanks or a little shout out, hey, you're cool, awesome. You know, you don't have to get into the big our father and all this other kind of stuff. I mean, I keep it short and sweet. I say thank you for the sacrifice. I bless this food. And I thank this food, period. That's it. And it means something. It means something. Well, that's the energy that you're sending out into to the, to thank them because it, that's awesome. I, I really like that idea. I, I hope that other people take that and, and apply it into their own lives. That would be great. Yeah, it would. It would. Not just to, to, you know, not just to the animals, but to the, do you thank your vegetables? Do you, ha- do you thank your, your, your flour, your sugar? Do you thank your coffee? Do you thank your chai tea? It means something when you thank, just thank you. You don't have to get a big and, and, and heavy into it. You don't have to bring out the Bible unless that's your thing. That's your thing. Go for it. Okay, I don't have time. I got I'm busy. You know, so let's keep it short and sweet. But it just this is why you know the praying at at uh, the food was so important back in the day because everybody was doing it. But it wasn't. It's giving thanks. It's giving thanks. But they thought it was giving thanks to God. But it really should be giving thanks to the animals and the beings who gave you that food you are eating right now. You know, it's interesting that you say that because uh, um, rather than doing a prayer, what I do, because this this last fall has been very, very good for me, even though I was off work for six weeks because I had to have surgery and and stuff like that, but I started this podcast in August. It's going fabulously well. To date, um, as of this morning, uh, over over 4,100 downloads uh, in three months, so it's growing to a great degree. I'm finding incredible people like you. I get to be on Martha Norwalk's Animal World and do live radio again, which is everything. And I keep giving thanks because my my spirit guides, I don't know if they're the ones responsible, but they're like the connection to the other side for me. And it's like mm-hmm. I keep on saying to them, you guys are phenomenal. Thank you very much for, for putting all of this in front of me. Am I right to do that? Absolutely. If it, look, if it feels right, it is right. That's That's my, that's my motto. If it feels right to me, it is right because it's got to feel right to me because I'm the one that's living with that, that, um, that action that I do. It's so many times we do stuff that doesn't feel right. And what happens? Usually it gets mucked up. I said muck, okay? It gets yeah. mucked up, okay? <laughs> Very good. Uh, um, so, you know, that's because we're not aligned with the action. You're aligned with thanking your guides. And because you're aligned with thanking your guides and appreciating your guides and letting them know that you really are uh, loving what they're bringing you, you get more good. 
the law of attraction. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I and I feel it. I, I I really do feel it. Now, before we go, I have to because you said that that you also are able to work with people regarding their health and and uh-huh. what's going on with them and stuff. And I want to I want to paint a picture for you if I can. Um, that again is self serving, but that's who I am. So that here we are. Um, my sister and I are what doctors have described the male and female version of the same thing. We both have got what would appear to be autoimmune issues, uh, arthritis. Uh, we both had our both our hips replaced. We both had back surgery. We both had uh, elbow surgery. So uh, we're very mirror like each other. Could, do you can you sense? Can you look at me and sense why it is and what's going on with with her and I collectively? Yes, but the first thing that I tell people whenever I deal with a health issue is. Stop owning it. Don't call it my this. Don't say I've got. Maybe say in the currently I am dealing with or currently I am challenged with, and then say but at the other time uh, at the other side of the coin, I'm uh, I'm working on releasing it. I'm working on releasing it. Your words have power, so be careful what words you choose. So. The first thing that I'm getting is there is a lot of stuff going on, but it feels like there's uh, past life stuff that's coming up in this life for you. So the, both of you pay, share a past life together, and that feels like it's coming up because it's got to be karmically worked on. Karmically, you also got stuff that's going on too uh, that feels like it's it's coming up. So you guys are dealing with a lot of the bone stuff, right? Yes, yes. No, we're coming up with bone stuff. <laughs> okay, sorry. Got, oh, my God, I got hung up on. No. Um, <laughs> it, uh, so, but there's also other stuff going on. So what's, what I'm getting is, and I'm just going to throw this out there, I get that what would behoove you guys a lot is to do, if you don't already do it already, and if you do already do it, you got to do more of it, but juicing. Both of you need to get a juicer. You need green juices, you need, you need fruit juices. You need juices that are going to boost up your immune system because you guys, it feels like your immune systems are all taxed out. And, in, it, and what it is also is, is that what you have to understand is, and again, this is in the Law of Attraction episode, um, what you have to understand is when you deal with physical diseasement in the body, there is stuff going on vibrationally behind the scenes a long time before because a physical manifestation of a diseasement in the body is the last indicator. It's the last bastion on whatever's going on behind the scenes been trying to get your attention. So when it starts coming up, you got to start asking yourself, okay, what am I thinking? How am I feeling? Am I making happiness my my first priority? Am I in the solution or am I in the problem in my life? What's going on in my mind and vibrationally that I can change so I can take my power back so then I can start to feel good in my body and my diseasement eases out? God dang, you're good. <laughs> And let me me explain. Let me let me explain. Both my sister and I come from a uh, uh, a family situation, which, although stable, 
was not particularly loving, nor was it supportive. And so mm-hmm. we have spent our entire lives committing have-tos. Have to go to work, have to do this, have to have to raise a family, have to... And, and the things, the passion in my life that I wanted to have being an actor, being doing doing these podcasts, doing being on the radio, I set aside for years and years and years. And because of that, um I I think you're I think you're exactly right. There's emotional build up there of stuff because I was doing my life was a have to. My life was never a want to. Right. Yeah. Could could that be part of it? That that sounds like a ding 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 to me right on the nose you know i think now that you now that you how does that make you feel though does that make you feel empowered when you say that or does that make you feel like i don't i i'm i I don't know i'm not sure i'm not sure about what that means or uncertain no i i I feel like i i personally now my sister is in a different place uh being a female Mm -hmm. and she had a different relationship with our father uh, and right. and that that that's a very con- and mother, so that's a very complicated. She was the oldest, I was the youngest, so that's a very complicated issue that she's got. And I'm encouraging her to get some some help in regards to that because you know, uh, it's it's a very difficult thing for me when I talk about where my life is today versus where it could be. Uh, my my mind, my heart soars. It's, it's exactly, I, I I'm excited about it. Yeah, that's your answer. And I think what's been going on is is that I think if you start understanding that you live your life the way you want to, not the way you have to, I think, and you bring more of that in, I would not be surprised. And you, you say to yourself, I'm going to let go of this physical stuff. I'm going to release it. It's all energy. I'm going to start releasing it. I would not be surprised if your physical body starts, you know, feeling better because the physical body is an incredible machine, and we can come back from anything. But we have to let go of the stuff. Everything comes from by vibration. Everything is vibration. No matter if it's a chair or if it's a cat, it doesn't matter. It's all vibration. So if you can make sure that you're vibrationally in tune with feeling good, your body is going to follow that and start releasing the diseasement in your body and you will start physically feeling good. I think this is something, this is a breakthrough for you because I think when we understand this, we understand how powerful we are and how powerful the mind is. And if we can get the mind on board with the positivity because we are in challenged every day with negativity, if we can get the mind around the positive, like the animals do. They are positive. It's only when we infect them, and I say infect, you know, through abuse or through trauma or drama, it's only when we affect them that they get off kilter. But animals are a great teacher to show you how to be in joy and happiness and get your vibration straight. That's amazing. By the way, We've been talking with Coriel Kramer, and first of all, Coriel, I have to tell you, when's the book coming out? Oh, my God. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I just, um, I people have been telling me to write a book for a long time, and I just, it felt like, yeah, 
but it didn't feel like a hell yeah. And I had really no idea what I was going to write a book on. I, yes, I know, I know a lot of stuff, but where do you start? What do you, I mean, I could write a book on all this stuff. I don't, you know, I just didn't know where to start. And now with this new um, modality I'm going to be taking on, I really get a sense for how, what book, what book I'm going to be writing. And it is going to be the first one. And it is going to be a hell yes. So uh, it is a hell yes. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe next year. I don't know. <laughs> well, good, good, good for you. Because I, I will tell you that one of the things and it, it it happens every time, whether it be when I was doing Positive Talk Radio way back on the radio in 2003 or talking to you on this podcast today, you make my heart soar. You give me the positive energy and the positive feedback that I'm hopeful that we can translate that into all of humanity because I know that we are all one and we can be Whatever we choose to be for each other and with each other, we just have to make the commitment. And people like you that are making that commitment and helping us understand a little bit more about how it actually works and what positive things that we can do in our lives to make a difference for humanity makes my heart sing, and I thank you for it. Thank you so much, so much, Kevin. That really, you're going to make me cry. That really meant a lot. Thank you. It is it is it is just remarkable what you can do, and uh, you and I are going to go down this road together. I want to work with you uh, for the because I, I, you're just you're just phenomenal, um, and you've been through the wars, and you have been you come you come out the other side, and you're clean, and you're and you're right, and and the things that you do are, are special. And I would love for people to go to your website, which is corielkramer.com which is C-O-R-Y-E-L-L-E, Kramer with a K, dot com. Go through her blog. Go through the Animal Communicator. Um, go through the entire, the, the entire process of the Animal Experience show because she's got, you know, I've got 80 episodes up, and she's got close to that, too. And she's just doing phenomenal work, and and. I applaud you for what you're doing. Keep growing. Keep learning. Keep keep becoming, having, increasing your imprint and your footprint in the world because right now it's so needed. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. That really means a lot. And it's it's nice to feel like I am needed, and it's nice to know that I am helping people and animals, and it's what I truly believe I was put on this earth to do, even though it took me a while to find it. But I'm so glad I did because it's it's made my life just incredible. Day ain't over yet. You got lots left to do. <laughs> oh no no, I got a lot more to do. <laughs> so again, we've been talking with Coriel Kramer. Go to her website, Coriolkramer dot com. And uh Coriel, any any last words before we wrap up this podcast? Yeah, I just want people to know that it is really important that during this time, look, everything happens for a reason, like I said before, all right? We are going through a very churning time, and you cannot, you cannot, okay, get through this time 
without raising your vibration up. Because the stuff that worked before is not working anymore. And this is why we have such a disconnect between people who are incredibly sad and people who are incredibly joyful. There's no gray area anymore. It's either you're up or you're down. So look to the animals. Watch the videos, if you can, of the animal experience, both on YouTube, on Facebook, on my, my website. Do what you can, whether it's meditating every day, whether it's getting out in nature, whether it's just being kind to yourself. Talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend. Do whatever you can to make yourself happy because everything comes from that. The animals know this. Everything comes from a place of joy and happiness. And if you you put your happiness on hold, you are doing yourself, this world, a huge disservice. So do what you can to make yourself happy. Don't put your happy on hold anymore. And just look to the animals if you need to know teachers. Contact me if you need help. I'm happy to help in any way I possibly can. That's what I'm here for. I wish you all the best. Again, we've been talking with Coriel Kramer. And just in parting, Coriel, I just have to tell you, when my when my best friend Crockett passed away, and as they were injecting him, his eyes were open, and I saw the light, the shining light in his eyes slowly dim and go out. That's how I know he had a soul, he has a soul, and I will see him again. And with your help, you've affirmed that for me today, and I thank you so much for it. You are so, so welcome. Yes, we all go to the same place, and you will see him again. He's waiting for you. I know, and I can hardly wait, although he's going to have to wait a while because i got work to do. So if, yeah. <laughs> but given, <laughs> given that, thank you, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And by the way, do something nice for each other. Do something nice for yourself. That's all we got. Take your time, and we love you very much, and have a great day. And... Uh, from all of us here at uh, My Independent Report. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independent Report.